Hello, everybody, and welcome to the JC and Bill Sportscast. I'm Bill. And I'm JC. And I'm here to tell you guys today on October, what is it, the 30th? 29th. The 29th. In two days, it's Halloween. But there's nothing scary about Gino being the MVP of the NFL. Well, I mean, there's a good argument at this point in time of if that is to happen. But uh, we'll talk about that today among the many topics here. And uh, before we go any further, just want to wish everybody a safe and happy Halloween. You kiddos that are listening with your dads and your moms, be safe, have fun, don't eat too much of that candy, okay? Because it will give you nightmares. And before we go, what is this trunk and treat crap I hear about now? Oh, oh, that's actually kind of fun, actually. So what it is, is like some establishment. It could be a church. It could be a town. It could be a school. All it is, is they have people like bring their cars and right. you just give them candy from your car. Like, you open your trunk, you, you set it up, and you just give them candy. Okay, I'm just... So they don't want people coming to the houses anymore, or is this No, it's it's, new, it's not that. It, it's been a while for a few years. Okay. Um, I know before we moved, they had done that, and actually, they're going to do it again here uh, in, in my town today, because our town, for some reason, folks elected to do trick-or-treating today instead of Monday. So what is Bill going to dress up to hand out candy? Uh, well, I'm already in my outfit. I'm <laughs> wearing my 2018 Capitals Stanley Cup shirt, socks, and sweatpants. Yes, rub it in some more. My team hasn't won one yet. Actually, that's more to the, pang- <laughs> that's actually more to the Penguin fans than anybody else. Yes. It's like... Hey, who's got the most? It's like we got the most recent Stanley Cup. That's right. And did not. And JC called it yesterday on another show. Yep. That the Penguins are running into Vancouver at the wrong time. Yep. Go check out the uh, latest episode of the History and Legacy of Sports, the podcast, where JC did, in fact, call his shot that the Canucks would beat the Penguins. Although he did give. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, you gave Pittsburgh one extra goal. Yes. But you pretty much called your shot. And I believe DK also said the Penguins would win 5-2. to two. Yeah, I haven't heard from him yet, so he's probably hiding somewhere. <laughs> and I called, but I mean, I wouldn't a dog. You just don't want to come in off, uh, and we, call, we called out the NHL on their schedule yesterday on stuff. And you're coming back home. You're in a really bad mood. The fan, what's going on? And they come off a performance like that last night. I mean, I sat in my garage, watched it, loved it. I mean, when you're missing four of your top six defensemen, it's tough to play in the NHL. Yeah. I mean, you miss one guy, especially Quinn Hughes, who is a who is a generation for a defenseman. I mean, the Capitals schedule hasn't been that weird because they went to Dallas or they played Dallas Thursday. They're playing the Predators today and then Monday 
They're playing at Carolina, so they've been getting a day off in between on this many road trips. Yeah. So just enough for the old old man Ovechkin to have a rest and go back on the ice. Well, I mean, yeah. you know, and at we... thirty-seven or thirty-eight, does does he really need to practice anymore? I wouldn't. Yeah, just just you know what. You come up as a new guy. You just got traveled by the Capitals. It's like there's a Vetchkin and the guy's in office. You give him the puck. Pretty much. That's all you have to do. You know, I mean, one of the best goal scorers, if not the best goal scorer, and we'll find out in the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. We've also called it on the shot that Poolholes will get his 700 home run, which all of a sudden he went on a tear. Yep. You know what? I think I think this show has some some help to some of these athletes. I, I, I think we're pretty good. Um, as of this recording, Ovechkin is 18 goals away from tying Gordie Howe for second. Yep. And that, that is no feat to even, like, to to sit there and to tie Gordie Howe, who is a legend in yeah. Canada. Yeah. Behind Wayne Gretzky, and I know a lot of the Americans are like, well, you know, this, that, but I mean, it to us, it's it's special, and it, to watch him and even hear Gretzky say, you know, I hope he does beat it, because yeah. it might be something that will never get done. I mean, you know? he's so close. He's 111 goals short. If he yeah. can keep having, you know, 40, 50 goal seasons like we've talked about, it's very possible he can do it. And when you look at Ovechkin on the ice, he does not look like... He's lost a step. He really doesn't. Oh, he still hits. He still plays. Yeah, you know what? He, the chances are starting to dwindle a little bit, right? And, I mean, as of age, I mean, I'm 44. I know exactly how he feels some days when you get out of bed. Going, mm-hmm. Ugh. You know? But I'll tell you what, man. He gets on the ice. He's still he's still as young as he can be. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I've i seen mm-hmm. the – I've seen Timo Solani. I've seen some of the best goal scorers. Pavel Burry. And to me, Ovechkin, I hope he does get it. We love to talk about breaking records, which bring us to another record-breaking. And Phil Kessel, who broke the Iron Man streak. Yeah. And did you see what Cal Ripken Jr. had to say? On on he tweeted him. You know, like, congratulations, you doing that in hockey is a hell of an effort. It is. It really is. I mean, my God, blocking shots, all that stuff. Because, obviously, each sport that we talk about has the different kind of physicality. Baseball is the least physical sport as far as sacrificing your body. Yes, but the most mental. But Yeah, exactly, the most mental. Football and hockey are maybe... May, and that's the key word, maybe, the two most physically demanding sports in the entire world. I mean, you could make an argument for boxing, MMA, rugby. We, you know, we could go on. But that, that, that could be another topic for another day. Yeah. To play 990 consecutive games in hockey where you got a puck that is shot 90 to 100 miles an hour or more. And you got to take that hit to block. Yep. I mean, it does a lot 
and he sh- Phil Kessel should get a lot of praise for and I hope he, I think he will make it to a thousand. I really think he will. He should set the mark. Be like, okay, one of you guys try to set my record. You know, try to break my record because it won't. Thousand games. Yeah. And and you know what? And let's look on a little bit on Phil Kessel's career. I mean, he was a draft pick for the Boston Bruins. Mm-hmm. The the Leafs scooped him up, gave up some draft picks as an RFA. And, of course, playing in Toronto, you know he had a scrutiny. Gets traded to the Penguins, wins some cups. Yep. He's been all over. He got drafted last in the All-Star game. If you all remember that correctly, when they had when they decided they were going to make it fun. I'll tell you, man, Phil, you've done well. You have done well, my friend, and we congratulate you. Yeah, absolutely. On 990 games, and you hit that 1,000. Yeah. You hit that 1,010, man. You just keep going. You blow that record by a whole margin mm-hmm. where nobody's going to get it. I in hope. In and age in hockey, I don't think it will happen. How, how old is Kessel? Oh, he's got to be late 30s. I'm going to look it up real quick. I mean, he might have three or four seasons left. And now he's playing for the, I think it was the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, I thought he was playing for the Knights. Or the Knights, yes. He is, oh, he just turned 35. Oh, a few weeks ago. He's got five ago. more years. At least. At 80 least. games times five, that's 400. He could hit the 1,400 mark. Yeah, he was in Arizona for the last three seasons. Yeah. And then he went to Vegas this year. Right. And he tied the record against the Maple Leafs. And we're not talking about... I think we should make this very clear. We're not talking about games started. We're talking about games played. 990 is a hell of a lot of games. And Cal Ripken said it best. It's a demanding sport. Congratulations. And you know what? I respect Cal Ripken. I mean, yeah. There's some records that will never be broken. I don't think Cal Ripken's record will ever be broken. No, it won't. You know, unless some player says, because in the contract, they they have to have a scheduled day off unless they go to the coach's. And sign a waiver says, nope, I want to play, and recess the whole clock. I can't see that happening. Right. I cannot see that happening. Not in baseball. You know, I mean, obviously, times have changed, bodies, this, that, right? Yeah. And it's it's something that's going to, there's some records that I guess we can actually say will never be broken. I never thought the Iron Master would be broken until Phil shows up. And well, Phil, I, honestly, Phil, I Phil didn't. Can blow this out of the water. Honestly, I didn't even know that there was that high of a record for an Ironman in hockey. Because I always just thought, you know, your you your body gets so beat up that you miss a game or two. That that's just how I am. I mean, you look at it, right? Hamstrings. There's there's not too many ACLs in hockey, right? Compared to football, but you're skating. You're going hard at. It, you're blocking shots. You're taking hits. I mean, you're getting rocked. And and he played in the era where you could get rocked before they started to change it a little bit where, you know, where they're more respectful. Mm-hmm. 
things like that, right? I mean, and you got the boards. I mean, you can only play in this little area, and you're getting hammered on, on the boards. You're going in the front of the net to score goals. You're getting cross-checked. You're getting high-sticked. You're missing teeth. Not Phil. Phil shows up every day, doesn't have to look at the lineup, puts his gear on, says, sits on the bench and waits. Yeah. Talk to draw. Yeah. You know, and I love it, man. And Phil's American, I believe. Oh, okay. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll take that. We'll take the record. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know. <laughs> I mean, I remember when Steve Larmer, back for the Blackhawks, was going for the record and something happened. And I think he missed it. And then Keith Yandel got it. And now it's Phil. And I hope Phil blows it out. I hope 1,400 games would be great. It's I mean, fun. you just don't put a stamp on it. You put a mark on it. Yeah. Saying, this is my record. I mean, it's very so congratulations. possible. Congratulations, Phil. All right. Um... Let's talk about because we're we're gonna get to the we're gonna get to game one of the World Series in a little bit. Uh, I want to talk about something that has come up in the basketball world that kind of relates to a particular topic that has been going on in society the last week and a half, two weeks, that has really, how, how can I put this, really put the United States of America against Kanye West to a certain extent. And oh. this is going to, it doesn't involve Kanye, but this is kind of like, oh, we've had this before. So, um... On Friday, Kyrie Irving, or actually, pardon me, let me let me start this over again. The owner of the Nets, Joe Psy, and the organization issued a rebuke of Kyrie Irving on Friday after the play after the point guard took the social media on Thursday to promote an anti-Semitic book and film. On Thursday, and this is from CBSSports.com, wanted to give them credit, Irving posted a tweet and Instagram story that included the Amazon link to a film entitled Hebrews to Negroes Wake Up Black America, which is based on a book of the same name written by the film's director, Ronald Dalton Jr. Late Friday, uh, Ty responded to Irving's post by sharing his thoughts with the actions of one of the team's core players, saying in a tweet, I'm disappointed that Kyrie appears to support a film based on a book full of anti-Semitic dis or disinformation. I want to sit down and make sure he understands this is hurtful to all of us, and as a man of faith, it is wrong to promote hate based on race, ethnicity, or religion. This is bigger than basketball. Earlier on Friday, the Nets shared a statement condemning Irving's posts. In the statement, it says, The Brooklyn Nets strongly condemn and have no tolerance for the promotion of any form of hate speech. We believe that in these situations, our first action must be open, honest dialogue. 
We thank those, including the Anti-Defamation League, who have been supportive during this time. Irving has been known to share controversial opinions and ideas. He missed most of last season due to his refusal to getting vaccinated for COVID-19, tweeting that the mandate to do so was one of the biggest violations of human rights in history. He has also suggested that he believes that the Earth is flat, and in October, he shared a 2002 video from Alex Jones about a conspiracy from a group called the New World Order. And no, we are not talking about the wrestling group. The Nets have announced no discipline for Irving at this point, but he and the team failed to come to a contract extension in the offseason. That means he will be an unrestricted free agent after the season. And controversies like this won't help him land another long-term deal. <sighs> All right. Why, why oh. would you sign him in the offseason? Why would anybody? You know... I mean, I mean, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so I'll put it this way. It's first of all, I mean, yeah, I've, I've heard the last few weeks, there's been some things going on and to sit there and to know that over 6 million or whatever it was of the Jewish people who got killed mm-hmm. in world war two. And that's why there was a world war two. And it's not because we decide we're going to come in there and do stuff. It's because people, innocent people were getting killed. Yeah. Because you had a ruthless leader who didn't care about anybody else but himself. And now you're going to bring this crap up again? Are we not over this stuff? I mean, it's to the point in the world where you can't say him or her. You can't say this or that. And now we're going to come across this crap. And you have to respect people. People who are alive today who lost grandparents, our parents, our kids, I mean, it's coming out back in the 40s, so they're 89 years old, right? Mm-hmm. Our relatives who were innocently killed, and now we have to listen to this crap? I'm done. I mean, okay, let me... I, I want to say this, first and foremost. I have met a good amount of people in my life that are of the Jewish faith. And I have some very good friends who are Jewish. And I would never in any way talk down to them, disrespect them in any way, shape, or form. That's how I was raised, and that's how JC was raised. And I'm not even going to guess. I know. I just know. Oh, yeah. The whole thing with the Jewish people, because there are people over 70, almost 80 years later at this point, there are people, folks, in this world who do not believe the Holocaust ever happened happened that is how stupid our society has become that there are people out there who believe the holocaust never happened i'm sorry i cannot take those people seriously just like i can't take the people who say the earth is flat seriously 
that's that's like I I don't know. It's just I kind of put the flat earthers on another level of stupidity. You tell me. You give me the evidence that says the earth is flat. Give me the evidence. Just give me the evidence. I mean, how is it that you could stare up on a Saturday night, having a beer, having a cocktail, having a coffee, and look at the moon that's round and say, ah, the earth is flat. Thank you. Like, how, you know, I mean, we all went to science. We all had to take science in school. Mm-hmm. Now I know the education system's failing in both Canada and, and America. Yep. Because you got this stupid math now. I mean, 5 plus 5 is no longer 10. They have to work it out with little lines and dots. I'm like, excuse me? You know? I mean, the little divide and long division is long gone. We had to do that by hand. Yes, we have calculators, but, you know, there's times where you don't have a calculator. you got to do it quick. But to look at the moon, that scissor that's round, like a basketball, like a baseball, like a hockey puck. Could you imagine the moon looked like a football? And Russell Wilson was staring at it and saying, man, we got this. <laughs> we got this. We're going to London. We got this. But it's round. It's Here. round. I mean, the world doesn't work on flat. Could you imagine a basketball being flat? It's going nowhere. <laughs> right? It doesn't. Yes, the puck, the puck is flat on two edges, but it's round the rest of the way. You never get hit by the flat part of the puck, do you? No. And to hear this crap from these athletes who somehow have been knocked off their rockers, and I mean, I'm not talking Antonio Brown being knocked off his rocker, because Kylie Irvin hasn't been knocked off his rock, hasn't been hit that hard yet. To sit there and cause this, why would you have him on your team? But 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 here's the here's the thing, JC. I'm gonna take this beyond sports. It's celebrities in general who are becoming the stupidest people on the face of the earth. And the people who are not celebrities believe this crap. They really do. I mean, we have seen in the United States in the last two weeks the downfall of Kanye West because he goes on this anti-Semitic rant saying that Jews should be killed. And then he later explained like, oh, I didn't mean all Jews, I meant the Jews who screwed me. No, no. When you say you want the Jews dead, you mean you want the Jews dead. Don't give us this bullcrap about how you didn't mean all of them. When you say something that comes out of your mouth, when you say something that comes out of your mouth, you can't take it back. You can lie through your teeth all you want. But you can't do that. No, I'm sorry. I'm not even going to apologize. I'm not apologizing to Kanye West. I'm not apologizing to that D-bag who thinks he's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Plus, the fact that he can't get over the fact that Kim Kardashian divorced his ass 
took their four kids and, believe it or not, is making me side with Kim Kardashian. Oh, that, you know, and, and that's saying that, something. That is saying something. And you know what? I mean, he's lost billions now. Yeah, he's, he's lost, lost $2 billion. Donald has left. Has left the agency, all this stuff. What does that tell you? Shut up. And don't. You can't be doing that. And and I'm going to say. And apologize. Now you got the. And I mean, now we're going way off topic. But now you got signs in L.A. From the white supremacist groups saying this and that. And and I want to I want to say I want to say something that if I tick people off with what I say, I apologize to the people that I tick off. But this is how I feel because Kanye. And you're allowed your opinion. You're allowed to say it, and this is a platform that you can say it on. Right, but I right. but I just want to say nothing bad. You're not saying nothing illegal. You're not going to say where the FBI is going to kick down your door. Say, Bill, you're coming with us. Right. Well. Not that you know of, but anyway, no, 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 no. here. Okay. I'm going to say the same thing to you and everyone that's listening that I said to my dad the other night. Yes, I know Kanye West is bipolar. Yes, I know he has mental health issues. I, I know that, but there is a certain point in time where using that card is no longer going to help you. There's a point in time where saying, oh, it's because of his mental health issues. No, no. He thought of this stuff. You're going to tell me that Kanye West did not think of what he was going to say and then said it. No, I'm sorry. I have family that has mental health issues. It's tough to watch. Believe me, it is. But if anyone goes to defend Kanye about this, saying, oh, it's because of his mental health. No, it's not. No, it is not. You cannot use that card every single time. I do not care who you are. You don't use it all the time. Because sooner or later, they're going to look past the BS and they're going to, you know, they're going to see the truth. And then I want to add one more thing and then we're going to move on to sports because th- this story kind of got me worked up here, JC. Oh, I, and I don't blame you. I mean, it's, it, I'm not going to swear. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm using everything not to swear and I'm actually doing pretty good on this. So... In 10 days is the midterms here in the United States for the election, you know, elections. We got a lot of big races here. Senate races, Congress, you know, the Senate, the you know, a lot of it. The other day, I'm on Twitter because, you know, Bill does 9,000 shows and he's out of his mind. I'd say. <laughs> I can't even keep up anymore. How many shows you do? That, it was a it was a joke actually, but the number was a joke. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway, I see a tweet from Rob Reiner. Rob Reiner, who was a good actor and is a really good director. He is. He's made some really good movies. He goes on Twitter 
and he's like, you all should vote blue. Democracy is on the line. Blah, 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 blah. I am so freaking tired of reading, hearing, saying that democracy is on the line. You should vote for this party because they're the good guys and these guys are the bad guys. No. First off, don't freaking tell me who to vote for. I'm going to vote for whoever I want to vote for. And I'm going to say it right now because I'm in Pennsylvania and we got a big Senate race with John Fetterman and Dr. Oz. I'm going to say it right here. I'm not voting for either one of them. I don't trust either one of them. So I'm not going to vote blue. I'm not going to vote red on that. It has gotten to the point where people are being brainwashed over vote blue, vote red, vote blue, vote red. And we've got a lot of, in our, in our 300 plus members on Facebook, you know, we got a lot of American citizens. Think for yourself. I saw that spray painted last week as I was coming back up from a wedding. I saw that spray painted and I'm like, whoever did that has sense. I am telling all of you listening that lives in the United States, if you decide to vote November 8th, because a lot of people, you know, it's their choice. It's their choice if they want to vote or not. Vote apathy is not uh, is not uh, for is a big thing, right? Yourself. Yes. Think for yourself. Don't let yes. some seventy-year-old director who's known for being meathead on all with the family tell you to vote blue because if you don't, your freedom is going to be lost. No. Let me tell you who the real bad guys are. It's the politicians, both the Democratic Party and the Republican Party. They're both the villains. They like to brainwash you. That's why the country is in the way it is, because we got a bunch of dumbass people and old farts who don't know when it's time to leave. So when you go to vote November 8th, use your brain, use common sense, vote for who you think should be best for that position. Not what some celebrity tells you to do. Don't let athletes tell you what to do. Vote with your mind. Vote with your heart. Don't vote because someone who's a keyboard warrior on Twitter says, Oh, you can vote the blue. You can vote the red. Tell them to go kiss your ass. You're damn right. And you know what? If you have to listen to someone on Twitter and you can't do the research yourself, maybe you should go back to bed and go to sleep. You need to figure out what the platforms are, how it's going to help you, how it's going to hurt you. Do the research yourself. We're done with this crap. Yeah, we're done. I'm done with this too. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done with – I live in Canada and we have a bunch of stuff going on as well here. And you know what? I'm done with it all. I sit in my garage. And people are like, oh, you're going to be a communist country. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, you had this, you had that, right? Yeah, you know what? We're coming out of a pandemic. No one's have had a pandemic. Everyone who's had freedom for 40, 50, 60, 70 years saying now that, oh, we don't have our freedom. Yeah, you do. Have you been drafted by the Russians to go fight the Ukrainians? Exactly. No, you haven't. Exactly. 
You know, and if you see the videos of them on the front line, they don't even know what to do. Mm-hmm. You think the Americans or the Canadians would put you in that situation? Nope. No, they wouldn't. They would never do that in a million years going forward. And if Rob Reiner wants to say something to me, he could say it on our Twitter account. That's right. How about that? I tag Rob Reiner. Let's see what he says. Yes. Let's see if he listens, because I guarantee you, He's flying his jet somewhere with his money saying, you know, I don't care. I'll say whatever I want. Telling you, man, it's just one sports story. Just. Yeah. And that's, and that's what it is. It's coming down that, I mean, you're telling me the guy who's got millions of dollars, tell me that I can't fly because I'm going to kill the world, but you can fly all over the place and tell me I can't fly. Shut up. Yep. Weird. Leonardo Caprio. Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> oh, actually, right. he he is going to be mentioned in a story that we're going to talk about in a little bit. So, uh, but in a funny way. So, oh, hey. all I right. Mean, respect to what you're going to say, but remember, people have lives. People are living off the resources that the world has provided. Just because you make a movie and you're making millions of dollars, saying you're going to do this and that, now you're going to try shut down livelihoods. You can get bent. I'm uh, tired of it. There we go. <laughs> you know, free- I guarantee you they would never even, if I were to give them a 916 wrench or a Phillips screwdriver or a Robinson, they'd be like, oh, what's this? It looks like a square screwdriver. I would look at them saying, get the hell out of this job. <laughs> they wouldn't even know what to do. Oh, man. All right. Well, let's get let's get back into a happier mood. And if we made you yes. depressed, we're sorry, but we just had to get it off our chest. <clears throat> Last night, game one of the World Series. Houston goes up five to nothing. I'm thinking, well, this is over. Phillies come back, put five up. They go to extra innings. Phillies win it in ten to take game one of the World Series, and that is a big game to take the and, first one. Yep. And did you not see a quote earlier from Kyle Tucker who said, we want to beat him early, get this over with, who hit Kyle Tucker hit two home, home runs. runs. They're up 5 nothing, and they lost. You know yep. what? When are athletes going to shut their mouth and say, you know what? I respect what's over on that side of the bench. Because guess what? The talent difference isn't that much different compared to what you have. And last night, what I saw in the bottom of the 10th, which made me proud, made me proud to see because Elias Diaz lean into a pitch, lean into a pitch to get on base. Yep. You got a wood bat. You hit the ball. And the umpire said, no, you lean into it. He had his padding on. He got hit in the elbow with the pad. He knew it was his job. Hit the ball. And it's about time. If you want to crowd the play, you get hit. So yes. And last night, that was awesome to see. They brought him back, and there's nothing you can say about it. There's, and he, if you see the video, he oh, leaned I've seen into it. it. I've seen it. You know. Now, now, there is one question that I do have about that call. And, and it's not a controversial question, because I, I, I saw the video this morning. Should that have been ball three? Should that have been called a ball, or should that have been called a strike? Well, it depends. Where was the ball going across the plate? Okay. Right? I mean, if you lean into a pitch over the plate, 
Is that not a strike? Good, good question. Right? If, yeah. you know, I mean, you lean into it. Where was that pitch? It could have been up tight inside the box for a strike. Right? You have now taken that ball out of play where you lean into it to get onto first base. And the way it looked at it, I think that was a strike all the way. And it should be a strike. Justin Verlander is 0-6 pitching in the World Series. He had a a good performance. He had a good performance last night. Up until he let those runs come in. Yep. Was it the fourth inning, I believe, when he let him in? I believe so. And they let him pitch. See, this is where my theory of a nine-game series would come into effect. (laughs) But your dad has also said... No. <laughs> he just shook his head. He just shook his head. I, I told him last night, and he just was like... <sighs> I mean, I understand. Like, I, honestly, for those for those that didn't hear what we're talking about, JC had this proposal of, like, the wild card round is a best of three. Division round is a best of five. The league championship is a best of seven. Why not make the World Series a best of nine? And I understand to a T, but, you know, it's like, do you really want to extend baseball that much more? I mean, we both love baseball, but I mean, at some point, it's like, all right, enough's enough. Would you not be excited for game nine to sit there (laughs) and you got your... Fourth best. I mean, this is testing the depths of your organization, right? I mean, what do you do? You play 162 games to have your starter come in for game one, game four, game seven. Right? The way they have it built. No, that's not what baseball is. Baseball is built on endurance, and in the playoffs, it's a sprint. That's not the way it goes. And I would love yeah. to see game nine. I would love to see well, game nine. How about you? Uh, you, you got Twitter. Why don't you? Send a tweet to uh, Rob Manfred, and uh, he'll get I on will. that. He'll get on that. Rob right Manfred, the guy who's <laughs> going to ruin baseball with bigger bases, with this pitch count, with this shift. You know what? I don't. If you can't beat the shift, don't play. It's easy. Bunt it down left. Who cares if you don't hit? You know what? I don't care about 62 home runs. I care about a 350 batting average. Did you get on base? Yes, I did. With your OPS, over 1,000 with the slugs? Yes, that's what I love. That's what I want to see. If a guy's going to shift you over to the right side and you're a left-handed hitter, bunt it. It ain't yeah, that but, hard. But 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 to be fair with the bigger bases thing, it's going to be easier, I think. Number one on our eyes, and number two to determine if the if the runner is safe or out. That's just me. So yeah. So but the, so what happens? All of a sudden, they make the the hockey net bigger, or they make the puck bigger. Or they make, in basketball, they make the net bigger. Does that not, I mean, we've been doing this for hundreds of years. Back to 1898 when the Cincinnati Reds played the first game. Professional baseball. And now we're going to enlarge the bases because we have people who can't steal. It's based on, it's all on the coaches. I mean, Ricky Henderson would be like, you know what? You can make the bag smaller. I'm still stealing that. I'm still swiping that bag. Right, that's a part of the game. But now we're gonna make it bigger so we can encourage what more offense. 
do you not love what 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 do you rather see? A fifteen to eighteen game or a one nothing game where the pitching's great, the defense is great? Well, it depends on who the two teams are in that one nothing game. Yeah. I mean again, if it's the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Colorado Rockies, we're probably not watching. But well, I no, Colorado, no, 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 Colorado's getting yeah. better, you know. It's going to take <laughs> you know, another year or two, but they're getting there. It's Why is the world, see, the whole world is now going offense, offense, offense. I love the defensive side of football. When a team shuts down another team's offense. Love oh, it. That, that's a freaking joke, honestly. You know, let's let's put more yards. What? Because fantasy football? Because guys are paying money. Guys are paying money to watch your sport. They're paying money to their buddies to lose. That's what they're doing. But we're going to give more points to Justin Hebert because he ran an extra point two yards. Give me a break, man. Enough is enough. The sports, unless it's safety wise, does not to, need to be changed. And make it bigger, bigger bases. I mean, you want to talk about offense? I guarantee you next year, and I and you can write this down, that the the runs scored will be at least two extra runs per game. Well, uh, let let let's take a look at uh, game two tonight of the World Series. Philadelphia's got Wheeler coming on the mound. He got an additional day of rest. The Astros are going to send Valdez to the mound as well. Both, uh, they've done pretty good. Wheeler's one and one in the postseason. Valdez one and zero. Wheeler's got a one point seven eight ERA. Valdez has a one point four two ERA. Wheeler has a point five one WHIP. Valdez has a point eight seven WHIP. So, what does Houston have to do to get back in this series? Well, first of all, they need to stop yapping. That's the biggest thing. I don't want to hear we want to end this early. You go out there and you play. All right. Second of all, Valdez. I love Valdez. I mean, he's got that crazy wind-up when no one's on base. If the Phillies are going to win, you got to get on base to distract them. If the Astros are going to win tonight, what you got to do is you got to hit the ball hard. You got to play defense. Your pitching has to be on spot because if you're going to Philly down 0-2, you're done. You are done. You're not coming back from Philly down 0-2. That place will be electrified. It would surprise me if the Rock and Stone Cold go and have a match afterwards. That's how Black is out promoting another movie, or Black Adam right now. Yep. See, he could be your new president. Uh, he, he said that he right now has no interest in running. I mean, he's, I think... he, said, he said that he did for a little while... And he just recently came out and said, nah, I don't think I'm going to do it. Could you imagine, though? I w- that would be great. But that's another topic for another another one of Bill's 9,000 shows that he does a week. <laughs> but no, on Houston's fact, I mean, you're up 5 nothing. The crowd's going wild, and you lose 6-5. You have to win tonight. You have to go out. You have to win. If you don't, it's done. The series is over. You ain't coming back to Houston. To me... It's real easy. You had really good bats the first four or five innings of the game. You have got to keep the pedal on gas. Yep. You got to you got to keep the foot on the pedal. You have got to keep 
going. I don't know yep. what happened, but they got cocky. It's it is a fact. It's a fact of we've all played baseball that when you're up by that much, ah, eh, whatever. We'll take like you say, we'll take a pedal off the gas. You can't do that in baseball. You cannot. Not in the World and Series. I'm tired of people telling me when you're up eleven nothing. Oh, why are you still base? You're up eleven nothing because they can come back. That's baseball. That is baseball in a nutshell. You do not give up. Now, if you're up twenty-two to nothing in the top of the ninth. Don't be stealing. But if you're up 11 nothing in the 7th, yeah, get the extra run. You never know. You've seen some weird things happen in baseball. Now, last night, the Houston Astros took one on the chin. Now, what do the Phillies have to do to make it two games to zero going back to Philadelphia? Well, what... What Philly has to do is they, they keep playing your game. You know, yeah, you're down by five. It does, didn't rattle them. You keep on going. You take your good good at-bats, take your walks, you know, see good pitches, and keep battling, keep battling. You're not the better team in the series. We all know that. But keep battling. I picked you guys to win in seven. Hell, man, you might win in five. If you win tonight and you battled and you're going back home, you're not, you're not going back to Houston. And it will be over in five. But they have mm-hmm. to keep battling. Take the pitches. Take the walks. Right? You got a home run hitter. I mean, I watched a bat for Swarbrick where he popped up in the air and he was all mad. But you know what? You need to take the pitches. Yeah, you're not going to you're not going to blast it all over the park. Right? Get on base. Pass the baton. That's what Philly needs to do. Houston just needs to go out and play their game. Philly needs to battle. So... Um, to kind of stay with the World Series, but in a different related topic, did you watch the performance of the National Anthem last night? I did, and they bungled the lines. <laughs> I did not, but I'm kind of laughing reading about this. So, for those of you like me who missed the singing of the National Anthem, Last night, Eric Burden, who is a Grammy-nominated singer, messed up on multiple occasions singing the Star-Spangled Banner. Uh, apparently, he... I'll, I'll just read what is up here on, uh, on my computer. Grammy-nominated singer... Eric Burden lost track of the lyrics during the Star Spangled Banner before Friday night's World Series opener between Houston and Philadelphia. With players and staff lined up on the field for the traditional pregame ceremony and a giant American flag unfurled across the outfield, the Black Pumas band leader went off track on the second line. He sang... What so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last streaming instead of gleaming. He continued correctly with whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight. But then instead of or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming, he backtracked to what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last before again saying streaming instead of gleaming. 
Burden then picked up correctly with and the Rockets red glare, the bomb bursting there, and finished uneventfully. He performed at last year's televised concert for Joe Biden's inauguration. Alright. Yes. I'm I'm alright. Again, I didn't watch. I remember, and I'm gonna beat you to the punch on this one. I remember many, many years ago, uh, the the young girl at the Portland Trailblazers game who was singing the national anthem, she got a bit nervous, and the coach of the Trailblazers helped her out to sing the national anthem, which was a really good moment. This guy, allegedly, is a world-renowned artist. And you mess up the words to the national anthem twice? Come on, man. I mean, you've, you've grown up singing that, singing the anthem for years. And you mess it up. How? Like, is, is our national anthem the hardest one to sing in the world? No. It's fun. Actually, that's a real intro. Actually, I just thought of something. I mean, you you watch. There's been some. I mean, you, you all remember the Roseanne famous anthem in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Before a game. I mean, we remember that that poor lady that fell on her butt in Montreal singing the Canadian national anthem. There's two things you don't do. You don't boo the national anthem when it's being sung because the other team comes from another country. And when something happens, you sing the song for it. If the mic goes dead or the music goes dead, and I've seen those too. But to do that last night, I think it was on. I don't. I think it was intentional, to be honest. Um, according to Qora.com. The hardest national anthem to sing is of Ecuador. Oh, wow. So if anyone of Ecuadorian descent knows how hard it is, please let us know. But Yeah, I would say. But I mean, right. At the end of the day, it's something that, again, it's always going to be controversial. When it comes to national anthems, when it comes to flags, you know, LeBron James is no longer a Cowboys fan because of their stance on the anthem. Oh, yeah, you know what? Le- LeBron James can kiss my ass. He's going to flip-flop so many times. Yep. I mean, who are you trying to impress by telling me that I hate the Cowboys because they're I'm no longer a Cowboys fan because of their anthem? I don't care about the anthem. I don't care about what happens. I want to see a good game. That's all I want to do. I don't want some guy kneeling after he catches the ball on the five because he's protesting. You know what? I Honestly, I bet you LeBron James wasn't a Cowboys fan all his life, to be honest. I bet you. He's not a, Cle- he's not a Cleveland fan. He was a Yankees fan. That and he, tells and you he's right a part there. owner of the Red Sox. Yes. So how does that make sense, folks? If there's and anything had, we... 
And and I'll say it right now. He is still living in the footsteps of Michael Jordan. To this day. If there's one thing we've learned about LeBron James is that he's not loyal. No. Now, uh, speaking of loyalty, this is a good transition into talking about the Tom Brady-Giselle Bündchen uh, divorce. But we're going to have a little fun with this one. And I want to thank TMZ for this one. I'm happily married, by the way, so I'm not going after Giselle. Thank you very much. Uh, I I wouldn't go for Giselle. I mean, I'm single. I wouldn't go for Giselle. Like, I, I have said, I have stated many, many years ago, and Ted, I hope you're listening, because you could back me up on this statement. We agreed, me, Ted, and a couple of our friends, we all agreed that Tom Brady's first ex, easier on the eyes than Giselle Bunchen. Yeah. yeah. So, um, anyway, what, what we're getting at is this. Bet Online has made a list of the possible next suitors for both Giselle Bunchen and Tom Brady. So, according <laughs> is is Bill on that list? I am far towards the bottom. You know what? I'm going to put my right and vote for Ted. Hey, you know what? I, 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 you know, I might, I might do that too. Ted, you're gonna get my vote on this one. I think so. I think Ted needs to sit there, valley his life, say, you know what? I could be the new Tom Brady. Play your game, Ted. Play your game. Yeah. Come on. We love Ted. And I mean, and I'll tell you a story. I got hacked on my Facebook, so I lost like half, like over six or seven hundred friends before I caught it. And Ted messaged me, he's like, hey man, are we still friends? Because I've been removed. I said, yeah, I got hacked. Sorry, I just too lazy to add people. <laughs> you know, I said, no, no, nothing wrong, right? Just, eh, it happens. What do you do? We love you, Ted. And I love the fact that you invite me to your hockey pool, and this week I'll be 2-0. and Oh, God. Folks, if you're not friends with Ted, please go on Facebook and friend Ted. Yeah. He's so awesome. Yep. He, I'm going to say this real quick before we get into the betting odds here. Ted is one of the most awesome people you'll ever meet. I was involved in a wedding last week, and he stepped up to the plate because we do a wrestling pick'em league. He stepped up to the plate last week and helped keep track of everyone's picks last week. So if you need anyone to help you, Ted is your go-to guy. Yes. And you friend Ted. Yeah. I re- Please. I Ted, and now I'm 2-0 and in the hockey league. This Canadian from Northern <laughs> Alberta with a bunch of Americans who think they know hockey, that's right, 2-0. and I'll be 2-0. and Ted knows a lot more hockey than I do, and I thought I knew a good amount. Anyway. anyway. Yeah, I'd like to have uh, a chat with Ted, to be honest, with everything that's uh, going on, like with hockey and stuff like that. Like, I mean, uh, he knows his he stuff. He is a blast and a half. All right, so according to Bet Online. The current favorite to be the next person with Giselle Bunchen 
is Pete Davidson, who previously dated Kim Kardashian. He is currently at plus 1,200. All right. This is where we're going to go. This is our show. We're going to go to see who's going to, as we lightly put it, something goes into somebody's else's body as the next person. And, and, and for those of you that are wondering about Tom Brady, don't worry. We're going to get to him in a little bit. Where's Antonio Brown? Uh, he, I, I, I do believe he is on this list. But let me, uh, let me read off um, some other names. Your pal, Leonardo DiCaprio, is at a plus 2,000. Oh, my friend. I, I, God, I hope not. <laughs> After like, today, is your BFF. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know, I do not watch those movies with him in there for the fact that he hates the Canadian oil sands. He has no clue about it. It has nothing. Giselle, move away from him. You, you know what? You're rich enough. You can pick any dude you want. Do not pick that dude. Did you, did you ever see The Revenant? No, I don't watch his movies. Oh, you got to at least see The Revenant. Nope. He gets his ass beat by a bear. He he told me, not personally, but my my industry, (laughs) that he does not respect our industry. Well, he was flying to Edmonton. (laughs) He told you personally. (laughs) Like, are you kidding me? You cannot be... Yes. I will not watch any of his movies. Now... I'll watch Tom. I hope Tom Hanks is in this list. Uh, no, no. He he's he's been happily married for like thirty plus yes. years. Dan Aykroyd. Well, no, I think he's married too. Bill Murray. Well, let, let's continue on with his list. Okay, Kevin Bacon. No, no, he's married to uh, Kira Sedwig. Have you seen that all the greatest actors are still married to their wives? Yes. You know, but you got Leo DiCaprio. What's what's his problem? He never got who does, married. Who does he cheer for? We don't even know who he cheers for. What does he have? Like, I don't think he watches NFL. Honestly, he I don't think he watches sports. I don't think he well, does. I think he's a guy that sits there, pouts while he goes to a game. I don't like this. It's not green friendly. There's something wrong with the environment. As a football goes across 70 yards for probably one of the best passes you'll ever see. I'm done with Liard. I'm done with Leo DiCaprio, whatever his name is. I'll never watch another one of your movies. Just like Neil Young, who's Canadian, whose electric car got burnt in his own garage and burnt down his garage because he plugged it in. Does that not tell you something? My car's in there starting a fire. They're all gas ran. Yes, Neil Young... You think you're you're Canadian? You got hit by a puck in a San Jose game. Oh, I was thinking of the singer Neil Young. <laughs> yes, that's Neil Young. That's the Neil Young I'm talking about. The singer. Rocking on the free world. You don't know what the free JC, world is. JC's like, keep on rocking in the free world, my ass. <laughs> that's right. I will never. I, I go down the highway with the wife. Neil Young comes on. I turn the channel. She oh, looks man. at me and said, that guy's never allowed to be spoken in this car. Like Leo DiCaprio's never allowed to be played in this house. 
Oh, I know what I'm going to bring when I meet you guys. <laughs> I know. Buy a, a Neil Young CD and a Leo the Casual movie. And yep, you got it. <laughs> and you can burn year, it if you want. Have you got your passport yet, Bill? I'm working on it. Because next year, I'm taking my dad. This is the last stop for our home-and-home home series. We're going to Toronto to watch the Yankees and the Red Sox against the Blue Jays. I got to get on. I really do. Yes. Um, all I right. Know, so back... I know if you're coming, I know. Then Dan's coming. Everybody's, everyone's going to show up. I got buddies from Ontario saying that will be there. We're going to pack that section. Oh, man. All right. Uh, so the next person, uh, Jason Momoa, Aquaman. He's at a plus 1,800. Why is he not at the top? What's... I don't know. Uh. Kelly Slater, no idea who he is. He's at a plus thirty three hundred. Okay. Uh, uh Don... cheater. No, he's happily married. Oh yes, he is. After the fact, the sports was done. Uh, John Mayer, he's at a plus two thousand. Yeah. Yep. Seems kind of a d bag, so maybe that'll work. Uh, Alexander Skarsgård, he's an actor. He's at plus four thousand. Right. Brett. Now, what happens? Where's, where's all? Now, what happens if Giselle identifies with other females? Is there any females on this list? No. Okay. Uh, I mean, hey, twenty twenty-two. Yeah, why not? Bradley Cooper's at a plus twenty-five hundred. Huh? Chris Evans is at a plus twenty-five hundred. Neymar, the soccer player, is at a plus 2,000. Uh, okay, this no, last no, one doesn't... she doesn't want no more athletes. Yeah, probably Where's not. Where's Tom Brady on that list? Nowhere. Uh, Rob Gronkowski... <laughs> Rob Gronkowski's... No, no, he can't even be on the list. That's his buddy. He, he's at a plus 6,900. Why would... You know, if I was Rob Gronkowski, I would be saying, get me off the list. That's my buddy, Tom. Oh, wait. I got the list. I've, I've got the full list. Okay. okay. So we've already read off um, pretty much the big names. I'm yes. going to read off some random names and other sport athletes. Okay. okay. Zach Efron, plus 5,000. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, plus 6,600. Ooh. No, 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 no. He's dating a witch. She will turn that life upside down. <laughs> Zach Wilson, plus 7,500. He does bang old women. <laughs> it is true. It has been confirmed, folks. <laughs> uh, see, I didn't swear. It's still a public show. Family show. It is. Uh, you asked about Antonio Brown, plus 8,400. Yes, he could sit there in a pool in Dubai. and No, that is not going to happen. And are you ready for this wild card? Yes. Donald Trump plus one hundred thousand. I Tom know. I, I don't see, friends. I I don't see Donald doing it. I no. I don't see Donald. Where's Joe Biden on that list? Uh, he would have been on the list, but he messed up his words. So you know. Oh. <laughs> He's still trying to. Go like, uh, uh, you know what? I'm going to say this right now. I want to. Uh, oh, 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 wait a minute. Some. Oh, 
They're divorced. Oh, look, a butterfly. I'm honestly, real quick, and I'm partially making fun of him, partially not. I'm kind of worried about his granddaughter because it's reported that when Joe Biden goes to vote in Delaware in a, like 10 days, he's taking his granddaughter with him to go vote. Keep an eye on the granddaughter. Yeah. All right. I mean, we will say something. I just read a story yesterday where Nancy Pelosi's wife got, or husband got attacked with a hammer in San Francisco. Yeah. You know what? Um, again, why? Are you that much? I, I don't understand. Yes. It's, it's terrible times, but don't go attack a man who's 84 years old. First of all, if you're a man, you don't attack anyone who's over 20 years older than you. Ever. Ever. Unless it's Mike Tyson. Then you better fight to the death, because that guy would kick he, your ass. He's Mike Tyson. I'm going I'm to go bang, you know, I'm going to eat your kids. Yeah. But what is wrong with, with the states when you have to attack an 84-year-old man? And then he's looking for Nancy Pelosi. Yes. And I'm, I mean, and I'm thinking you know what, myself, that guy deserves... And, of course, you're going to have people going, well, he doesn't deserve to... Get, you need to go to jail forever. And then I'm thinking forever. to myself, I'm thinking to myself, you idiot, she's not in California, for God's sakes. She's trying to do a job in D.C. Why would yeah. you go to her home in California, idiot? Yeah, like, you know, like, leave the public people alone. Yeah, you know what, they're going to make decisions that you're not going to like. Well, that's what a democracy is. That's what you the election talking, is for. You talking to an old man puts in question a democracy. And I hope that guy gets what he deserves. I mean, if anyone attacked my old man, I would drive down there and beat the living crap out of him. And I want to hear, oh, he was confused. No, you're not confused. You'll be confused when the end of my fist will sue your head multiple times, just like you. Hey. But we're not, we don't promote violence either on the show. No. Right. And that's why right. we're saying it's, it's disrespectful. And to hear that story, that, that pissed me off. All right. Are you ready for Tom Brady's uh, odds on his next oh, yeah. girlfriend? Who do you think? Is Rob, is, is Rob Gronkowski on that list? No. Okay, good. I like Rob. That'd be more of a bromance, but okay. Who do you? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you have a free guess. Who do you think is the favorite? Who's the favorite bet right now? Well, there's a lot of beautiful women out there who love Tom, but you know who I'd love to see Tom with? Who? Tiffany Amethyson. Oh, from Saved by the Bell. Yes, or Christine Larker. Step by step, she was in. Or how about Roseanne? None of, none of them are on the list. The current favorite betting odd at plus 1,400 is Taylor Swift. I didn't see that coming. Me either. Isn't she like... So she could sing songs about Tom in 10 years from now? Pretty much. Tom will still be playing football and she'll be singing <laughs> songs about him. Yeah. Uh, at plus 1,600, Adriana Lima. 
plus 1800 Alessandra Ambrosio at plus 2500 are three women. No, four women. Pardon me. Kim Kardashian, Halle oh. Berry, Jennifer yes. Aniston, and no. Lindsey Vaughn. Lindsey Vaughn already had Tiger Woods. Yeah. Uh, plus 2800 Bella Hadid. No, no idea who that is. I'll look her up later. At plus 3,300, Layla Roberts. I think that's Julia's... Is that Julia Roberts' daughter or niece? I don't know. Uh, Charlize Theron and Alyssa Milano. That would be interesting. Oh, Alyssa Milano. Oh, God. She's gone off the rocker. Uh, At plus 400... At plus, or not plus 400, plus 4,000, Tom's old girlfriend, Bridget Moynihan, Tara yeah. Reed, and Camille Kostick. Okay, so, so where's Jennifer Lopez in this whole situation? She's not on here. She She's married to Ben Affleck. For now. For now. Uh, at plus 7,500, Candace Swainpole. At plus ten thousand is Amber Hood, Amber Heard, and Jada Pinkett Smith. At plus twenty thousand is Mia Khalifa. Boy, I haven't heard that name in a while. And at plus fifty thousand, is it fifty thousand? Yeah, plus fifty thousand. Zach Wilson's mom. Hold on, just lost my uh. We've we've lost JC temporarily, nope, nope. folks. Yeah, now we're now we're back. The earbud died because I've had my bows for five years. Barry <laughs> doesn't last as long. It's like an old marriage; it just doesn't last as long. <laughs> oh, jeez. So you know, I only put, put five bucks on Amanda Heard. Am you gonna put five on Amber Heard? All right. Yeah. I I don't think. I'm going to say this. I don't think Kim Kardashian is going to end up with Tom Brady because, I mean, she already dated Reggie Bush for that while, so I I don't see that happening. Um, I mean, what about Tiger Woods' ex, ex-wife? Nah. I think she's too far gone out of picture. Yeah. You know what? You know what? Jennifer Aniston, that, that's an interesting choice. I If I had to bet, I'd probably go with her. Yeah. yeah, I would. You know what? Halle Berry would be perfect. I think that'd be great. But how about if he just dates a regular person? Well, you no. know, because they're that, celebrities. Why does that be somebody whose name's in the? Why not someone that you actually follow with that you see? Maybe it could be the ticket lady there. Ripping up the tickets for the box games, you know. I'm, I'm, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that idea. It's just it won't happen. No, I know. I mean, what about what's? How about this? If you, who would you rather? Would you? You gave me the list. Now compare that to the WWE's female division. Oh God! There, there, there'd be a few women from the WWE's women's roster I would date. 
Yes. Like, would that not even be better? Like, Asuka would be at the top of my list. If I had to do a top three, it would be Asuka. Let's see. Asuka. Eo Sky. And Bailey. Those would be my three. All right. Bill's three favorites. Now, how about old school? Like Trish Stratus. Oh, Stacy Keebler. That that's not even a contest. Stacy Keebler. That is not a contest. Yes. I mean even like Terry Rhodes would be great for Tom Brady. Oh, yes. And then you know. And then if we could do one non wrestling female, mine would be Drew Barrymore. Hi Drew. Let's go let's get on a date together. Yes, Bill is now officially asking you on a date, Drew. I can't do that because I'm happily married. I have no list. I will tag Drew Barrymore on Twitter. Drew, this is my <laughs> offer. Let's go on a date together. I will buy you dinner. Well, I will see, buy, you dinner. buy you dinner. At the biggest crab shack in town. Well, actually, we don't have a crab shack up here now. I'll, oh. uh, we could do pizza. We can do subs. Uh, I could take you to a Perkins here. Um, How about steak? A... You, gotta, you have to have a good steakhouse down there. I think we do. I just got to find it. So. Yes. So, so, Drew... so, Drew Barrymore, if if you're listening, I'm offering you a chance. You and me, we go on a date. We might have a love oh. connection. And, and you're going for a steak. And I'll even do a GoFundMe fund for this one. Oh, jeez. Like you did with buying the Commanders? Yeah, how good. I had zero donations. I had to redo that because I don't get sued by that crazy ass owner. (laughs) Wow. All right. Well, I think this one will do it. I think on this note, we're going to wrap up the show today. We have gone all over the place. (laughs) We didn't Uh, talk about sports. I mean, you think about it. We bash the politics, we bash the flat liner or the flat earthers, and then we get into date who. See, and and here's the thing, folks. This is another reason why I would date Drew Barrymore. She doesn't bring up politics. She's just a happy, wonderful person. She's gone through a lot in her life. Yeah. She's made a comeback. Yeah. That's another one that we haven't written off. They wrote me off, but they haven't written. I haven't written back. I mean, the best come on. football here in the NFL this year. Let me see. Is Drew a sports fan? I'm gonna. I'm gonna check real quick. Yeah. Uh, you need let's a sports see. fan, though, Bill. You need someone who's gonna sit there and watch the national in San Diego in an 18 inning game next year. They're going back to no having a runner in second at three in the morning. Um. Okay. She she eats a plant based diet. We we can we can work on that. We can we can work on that, Drew. I mean, you you keep eating your plant based diet. I'll keep eating everything that I eat. So, yeah. um, we'll 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 work on this together. Okay, Drew. We will we will work on this together. Uh, 
it does not say that she's a sport or a fan of particular any sports team. So we'll work on that too. Got to take her to a hockey game. Well, she does her. She, you know, she has a talk show, right? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I've never watched. Maybe, maybe, maybe we could go to a, a Rangers game. Go to the Garden. Well, that would be a good one. And it doesn't have to be the versus the Avalanche. It doesn't have to be the Capitals. It could, it could be whoever. Yeah. We could go to any any hockey game you want. Any any team. Yep. So. Yep. All right. Uh, if you want to follow the show on Twitter, follow us at uh, JC Bill Sportcast. You can follow me on Twitter at House of Bill, and I'll let JC plug himself right now. Yeah, I'm on. Uh, I'm on. I forget what my Twitter Twitter handle is, but I think it's JC. Better Hawk, whatever. I'm on Facebook. Yeah. We're on some shows here. So uh, look us up. I heard Dan's got a stalker. Oh, I haven't heard that. Yeah, he told me last night he's got a stalker. So I'm like, oh, that's great. She's going to kill the other two hosts to be with you. So, Bill, if some crazy lady gives you flowers, you run away. Yep, you got it. So, but no, we, we really appreciate it. We're going to... We love talking about stuff. Sometimes we go off the rails. I know some people are going to be mad about it, but hey, you know, that's our opinion. Yeah, we love to hear all your opinions, as long as it's not racist or sexist or anything like that. Exactly. You know, we have fun. And Ted. Yep, we do. Ted, we will make sure that you hopefully you have a date with Giselle. Yes, yes, we will try to hook you up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Thank you all for tuning in. We will talk to you all next time. Keep your stick on the ice and have a good day. Happy Halloween. Yes, happy Halloween.